Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode of Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. This is episode 51, and I've been doing episodes weekly, which means next week is our awesome one-year anniversary, which I'm super excited for. But what we're going to talk about today is personal finance and self-reliance. And self-reliance is a big part when it comes to learning about your personal finances. It means that we have the means to take care of ourselves and that we don't have to rely on others or other programs or things like that. So how does this impact your life? Well, I have five things to talk about today in terms of self-reliance and your personal finances. One, the foundation for self-reliance. Two, where to get started and the necessities. Three, the walls of personal finance. Four, the freedom that self-reliance provides. And five, helping others achieve self-reliance with their money. But what are you going to talk about after today's episode? Well, the money talking points for you to discuss today are, how would being self-reliant with my money help me? What would being free from financial stress do for me? And how can I help others become self-reliant? This episode is going to be one packed with great information from the beginning of your money journey all the way through the long-term part where you get to help other people. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. You know, we don't talk about money enough. It's a topic that gets ignored for some reason, even though it plays a role in everyone's day-to-day life. Well, this issue is what brought Money Talk with Skylar Fleming to reality. I know you're probably busy and don't have the time to research and learn about all things that go into personal finance, but that's where this podcast, Money Talk with Skylar Fleming, comes into play. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming, and I'm here to do the research and learn all the extra stuff about personal finance for you. The goal is to simply get us talking about money. So let's get talking. Self-reliance is having the means to take care of ourselves so that we don't have to rely on others for our survival or basic needs. It means that you're able to and know how to handle your money so that you're the one in control. It means not relying on programs either that bail you out or that help you get the basic necessities. It doesn't mean that you can't like use programs that are available to you or may help you. It doesn't mean you're super wealthy or super rich or like living super high on a throne. That's not what self-reliance means. But it also doesn't mean you're a bad person if you're going through a rough patch and that if you do need assistance from other like government uh, social programs or different programs that help you get maybe a little bit back on your feet, there's nothing wrong with that. But self-reliance is where you have the means and ability to take care of your money so that you don't find yourself in those situations. And self-reliance is helping relieve the stress that comes from being in those type of situations and the stress that comes from trying to manage your money better or not knowing how to manage it. It just helps relieve a whole lot of stress. But how does this impact your life? Let's talk about that next. So self-reliance has a great impact on everyone's lives. Not only our own, where we're striving for self-reliance, it allows us to open up way more opportunities, but in the lives of others, if you're self-reliant, you can help teach others, you can help others get to that place. Like I said, there's a lot more opportunities for you to help other people. There's a lot more opportunities just for you to, I don't know, have more chances to grow your money, to be able to do fun things with your family, with your life. And being self-reliant just helps everyone all the way around because then there's less need or reliance on the government to provide for us or to do all the basics of our own lives. Like 
when we're able to control our own personal finances, it takes the government's control out of our lives, or it takes the bank's control out of our lives because we're not relying on them for credit card debt or lending to buy a car or different things like that. So there's a great impact that being self-reliant with our money can have on us. But let's get into the first topic. What is the foundation for self-reliance? The foundation for self-reliance, well, you got to start with commitment. There has to be an understanding there that you might need to make hard changes to reach your self-reliance goals. And committing to those changes is one of the hardest parts because you don't fully know what to expect. And I can tell you that the path to becoming more self-reliant with our money is one that leads to great reward and lots of happiness. And it's not because you're going to 10x your money overnight or that you're going to become insanely wealthy overnight and be living on a throne, but rather you're going to be happier and less stressed overall. And as time goes on and you continue to become more self-reliant, your stress levels are going to decrease more and more. And the saying money can't buy happiness, you'll begin to understand what I mean when I say, if you don't have money, then it can leave you unhappy. Because as you become more self-reliant, you're going to be happier with your money choices. You're going to be happier with the decisions you're making surrounding money. You're going to be happier with the opportunities that you now have available because you're not saddled by debt, because you're not being locked into some sort of situation that you hate being in because of a loan you have on a vehicle. Because maybe that vehicle stopped working, so why would you keep paying on it? because it stopped working, but now your credit union is forcing you to because you have a loan on it and that's your obligation, which makes sense from their perspective, but also is hard from the person who has the vehicle's perspective when the vehicle's not working. Those kind of situations will go away and become a whole lot easier when you become more self-reliant. But like I said, committing is the foundation. It's the hardest part to begin the path to self-reliance. So once you can get over that point, find an accountability partner, and commit to it with someone else so that someone can keep you accountable to it. But once you get past that commitment point, where do you get started and what are the necessities around self-reliance and your personal finances? So where do you get started? What are the necessities? Well, you have to make sure your foundation is taken care of, which is food, shelter, and clothing. After that, worry about transportation, but hopefully there's some sort of job or income providing position nearby that you don't need a car to get to, or that you don't need an expensive car, that a bike can get you to, that you may be able to walk to. Your food, shelter, and clothing are of utmost importance, and I wouldn't worry about trying to do much else if you find yourself in a situation where your basic needs aren't covered. Don't be hard on yourself, and seek resources that can help. If there's some local thrift store store that is doing some sort of trade up for clothing or something like that, use the resource. If you ever find yourself in a situation where your basic needs are not covered, seek help and try to use the local library to learn skills or YouTube to learn skills that may serve you on a job. Use your local community programs to help you meet your basic needs because those are the most important thing before you'll ever be able to actually make the commitment to self-reliance is you have to make sure your needs are taken care of. Once you have that under control, Start committing to someone else with an accountability partner. The path to self-reliance involves others. That means using others as accountability partners, like I've been saying, which I've talked about in many previous episodes. They can be a great help to keep you on track. So the foundation and where to get started is make sure your basic needs are taken care of. If they are, work on that commitment part and find somebody else to help keep you accountable and help keep you on track. Somebody that you can discuss your plan with and somebody that can say, 
hey, every single week I'm gonna check in with you and see how you're doing on budgeting. Did you budget for the month? Did you check in on this for the month? Those sort of things. Did you make your investment contribution for the month? Just little check-ins can really help when it comes to an accountability partner. But now that you got the foundation in place and know how to take care of your basic needs, what are the walls of personal finance when it comes to self-reliance? I hope you notice I'm starting to build a little bit of a house with self-reliance and personal finance. But what are the walls of personal finance? Well, income and expenses are the walls of your personal finances and of your money. How are you making money and how are you spending money? Those are the two things that are surrounding you on both sides, on all four sides, actually. So how are you making money? Is this a job? Are you donating plasma? Are you volunteering, but you get kind of a stipend for something or the other? Are you working on a campus job? Are you working at your local grocery store? How are you making money? How are you bringing in your income? Because once you figure out how you're bringing it in, then you get the fun part. How are you spending it? And this means you're likely going to need some sort of a budget and you're going to need to be tracking your expenses because you can save money very quickly if you're tracking and taking care of your expenses. Because where's the easiest place to save money? It's not just by going out and making more money. In my opinion, it's by cutting back your expenses, especially if you've never tracked your expenses before. I think you'll be shocked at how much money you can actually save just by taking a look at your expenses and realizing what you don't need to be spending money on. But another wall is emergency funds. Don't let an accident become a financial nightmare because those can really ramp up. I think about it the other day, my car a few months ago, I think had a flat tire and we just went out and bought a kit and were able to fix it that way. But that gets me thinking, what if the tire goes flat while you're driving? What if the, there was a big screw in my tire? What if that had hit it in a way that it caused the tire to pop because it wasn't close enough to the edge that the tire was unrepairable, but it was cl getting close to the edge of the wall of the tire, which could be a dangerous place for a hole. So what if I'm driving down the road and my tire explodes? Well, that's going to suck. That's going to be a nightmare for my car. Hopefully my car doesn't crash. Hopefully I'm able to pull over safely and nothing else happens. But it's not a financial nightmare because of the emergency fund that my wife and I have in place. So not only can a scary situation just be hard to deal with in the moment because you don't know what to do, but then layer on the stress of not being able to pay for it. If you don't have the means to pay for a new tire or potentially damaging the axle of your car or something like that. And I hope you can see how a simple, and not simple necessarily, but an emergency can become a nightmare when you don't have an emergency fund in place. Next is eliminating the burdening debt. Don't let banks and credit unions control your life. I told kind of a story in the beginning of this episode about how if you maybe can't be making a payment on your car right now, but you're obligated to do that because you signed a document with a bank or a credit union. So you need to be paying your loans. And it makes sense from their end that you should be paying it, but it's super hard on your life to keep paying it sometimes. But if you don't have debt, if you don't have a burdening debt of a car loan, or especially credit card debt weighing you down, you're in control of your life. Saving and investing is another wall. It gives you an opportunity to have your money work for you. Over the long term, especially, you're going to see that investing is what makes people wealthy and what makes families rich. It's something that you have to get that wall built. And if I would say these walls that you're building around your foundation, obviously start with how you're making money because you need to be making money. You can't spend it if you're not making it. Then look at how you're spending money. Make sure you're tracking your expenses and cut back on your spending if possible. Have an emergency fund in place. 
eliminate your burdening debt. And then I think the cap is to make sure you're saving and investing for the long term, because make sure you take care of those other things first and then start piling money away. But another one that can really help you in your journey for self-reliance and others is helping others. And we're going to talk about that more at the end. But next, I want to talk about the freedom that self-reliance provides. Well, imagine the freedom of not having burdening debt or being able to handle a financial emergency whenever they come your way. But self-reliance, it provides the freedom to allow you to make way more choices. You're not burdened by what the bank tells you to do or what money, money they have with your loans. Like It doesn't weigh on you because it's just not a thing. You don't have to work in a job you don't like if you're self-reliant when it comes to money because you can take time to find a job that you enjoy. You can help others more freely. You are far less stressed and better able to help people and you're less susceptible to health problems because stress can have physical tolls on your body. You're overall happier, not just because you're richer, but because you have more control in your life. So let's talk about each of those a little bit. You have way more choices with your money. And I think about this one recently, my wife and I have been exploring which savings account we wanted to start putting money in because savings account interest rates are starting to go back up. And because we have a healthy savings account, we can just say, okay, let's move this money. And while a, a decent chunk of money is moving, we're not worried because we don't need it. So we have more choices with where we want to bank and all those sorts of things. We have more choices with how we want to save money, how we want to use loans to pay for Rebecca's PA school. We're not burdened by like what happens with our loans. We know we can pay them. And with the job thing, you can quit one job if you don't like it because it's become a bad work environment, but you don't immediately need to find something because you have money saved up and you can trim your expenses back really easily because you track all of that. And then you can find a job that you enjoy. You can have time to go to interviews. You can do all of that good stuff when it comes to finding a job that you really like. And you can help others more freely, not just with money. You're not just throwing money at everybody's problems, but when you have a confident financial foundation, you can be more willing to give up your time because you know you don't need to be working three jobs. So you're more willing to give up your time to help those in need. And overall, you're just going to end up being happier. So let's talk about helping other people some more next. I've mentioned it a lot through this episode, but once you're self-reliant with your money, you're going to be able to help others a lot. You're going to be able to give back and teach through your own conversations and your own experiences. You're gonna be able to share those experiences of how it was hard to commit to the changes that were needed to become self-reliant with your money. You're gonna be able to encourage others, relate to their feelings. You're gonna be a great accountability partner for someone who wants to make changes with their money. And it can be very hard at first. And once you've gone through that journey, you'll understand that it can be intimidating to wrap your mind around all that you need to do when it comes to managing your money. But then once you're there, you're gonna realize it's quite simple and there's easy approaches to it that you just didn't know at the beginning. And that's how you can help other people. And like I said, you're going to be more willing to give up your time because you don't need to make money with all of your time. You're going to be more willing to donate to things because you have a plan in place to do that. And it's just going to be an overall way better experience for your life and for the life of those around you as we're all striving to reach self-reliance. So thank you for listening to today's episode. Let's wrap up next. 
Self-reliance is a great goal to strive for when it comes to your personal finances because it's also, like I've said multiple times, going to allow you to help others. And helping others is very rewarding and seeing others do well is awesome. You're going to become a great accountability partner as you strive to apply the things that I talked about in today's episode. And if we're all learning from each other and continuing to help each other, we all become a better, happier people when it comes to money. And we all begin succeeding more, doing better in our jobs, making more money, saving more money, and just being able to enjoy life a lot more. But you know what I enjoy? The fact that next week is our one year anniversary of Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. When I started doing this podcast, I set a goal of doing it for at least one year. But I have plans now to continue well past a year. So make sure you're subscribed if you don't already. That way you don't miss our special one year episode. And the following week is going to be our first group episode. I'm so excited for that. I think you're really going to like it. I've been working hard to prepare these episodes so that we can have real money talks and that you can hear others' opinions on the topics that will benefit you most. As always, I would love for you to share this podcast episode if it's helped you out in any way. If you need help with money, then I'm happy to hear your questions or concerns. Email me at moneytalk at skylarfleming.com. You can find that email in the show notes, of course, and I would love to talk about any questions you have on the show or help you with any situations or questions you may find yourself in when it comes to your personal finances. But thank you for listening to Money Talk with Skylar Fleming. I'm your host, Skylar Fleming. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to Money Talk. The Money Talk show is provided for informational and entertainment purposes and should not be used for personal or specific financial advice. Every situation is unique and different. Please make sure to do your own research for your personal financial situation.